H2O Church. Welcome to the H2O and Friends podcast. My name is Brooke Davis. And I'm Brian. You got to say your last name. I said my last name. You got to say your last name. Yinger. (laughs) (laughs) We never get to say our last names on this show. It's very German. Yeah. And we are so excited that you guys are joining us to listen today. We're excited because we have not one friend on the show, but two friends on the show. And they're also married. Welcome to the show, Colin and Sarah. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Happy to have you guys here. Um, Okay, Colin and Sarah, I was thinking about this before recording today. You guys didn't go to Kent State University, did you? You're... You've been coming to H2O Church recently in the past two years, but how? Um, what's your story with like how you guys started coming here? Yeah, actually, Colin did go to Kent State, but I oh, did not that's go to embarrassing Kent State. for me. Go no, flashes. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, it is a little confusing, but I went to Bowling Green. So, so. did I. BG. I didn't know this. That's amazing. BG. <laughs> Oh, SEO. Uh, sorry, I didn't really. Come on, I'm counting on the pumpkins. I, sorry, I didn't get into the the most. I got into the sports stuff was uh, hockey. I go to I hockey know. games. Oh, the hockey games were good. But anyways, yeah, I went to Bowling Green. So did a lot of other really cool people at H2O Kent. Just saying. So. Oh yeah, a lot of our staff did. Yeah. 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 So what brought you guys to Kent? I mean, Colin, you went here, so mm-hmm. that was nice. Yeah. So I did go here. I started coming around H2O maybe my junior year. Um. I was kind of, yeah, I, I went to NAVS and I was kind of looking to switch to a, a church and a ministry, so like kind of two in one. And so when I was visiting Sarah, I would always go to H2O BG. And so that's kind of where I first was exposed to it and kind of really enjoyed my time visiting her and going to that. And so I kind of switched my junior year cool. to H2O Kent. That's interesting. So yeah. it, was, it was another church that got you to come to our church. Yeah, basically. A church in another city. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's fun how our network works. Like, I know we have good friends of ours who graduated from Kent State. They moved to Cincinnati, and they were pretty set on, like, well, we think we just want to go to the H2O in Cincinnati. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah, nice. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, all that being said, we're super happy that you guys are in our city and a part of our church and our friends, mm-hmm. part of our community. You guys are super fun and crucial to our family. So crucial. Know you guys. Crucial. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly been fun getting to know you guys after, I don't even know if I really knew you as a student. Maybe a little bit, but not really. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. My senior year, um, but yeah, the I don't know. We've really enjoyed being a part of the city, city part of our church. It's been kind of like a new, oh, it's really the, enjoyable. It's the cat's um, pajamas. It, yeah, <laughs> that's a great way. Of I love that. That's yeah. a great yeah. way to put it. It's the yeah. cat's pajamas. I remember yeah. leading, um, doing the um, the coaching with Slack in his mm-hmm. living room. Yeah, and Slack would always laugh at me for wearing like shorty shorts and flannels and stuff. <laughs> so, Jason, if you're you listening now. to this, yeah, I still have the shorty shorts on. I, know, it's yeah. like... <laughs> I like the shorty shorts. It. Skies out, thighs out. As you I've know? gotten old, the older I get, the shorter my shorts have. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure why. It's a that's happening. It's a dad move. Well, it's yeah. it's also as we move away from like when we were in middle and elementary school, long. Like longer shorts, oh, yeah. were, yes, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. like they looked like baggy capris, but they were like athletic capris. shorts. W- women, yeah, women called those gauchos. <laughs> gauchos, yes. <laughs> I went through a stage where I would wear those, but I called them shants, wow. short pants. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But we're like oh we're recorrecting ourselves in society and our fashion yeah. trends, and it's it's mm. for the better, yeah, for mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some mm-hmm. people don't like the short shorts, but. You know, you need to be able to move like a tiger at any <laughs> at a, at a grace, you know. It's a lot of benefits. You gotta you can't you can't have baggy clothing holding mm. you up, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That reminds me of something that my grandpa has said once, but I'm actually not gonna repeat it here on the show Oh, it'll be an after show <laughs> story. Yeah. You'll have <laughs> to uh you'll have to get a personal call into Brooke or a yeah, personal Yeah, right. Text. If you yeah. if you want to hear a funny yeah. thing that my grandpa said <laughs> once. But yeah. um Anyway, now that we've talked about pants, we covered that segment of our show. Let's move on. (laughs) 
Um, Colin and Sarah, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, you are kind of a newly married couple. How many years have you guys been married? Two. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Because you got, got you got married in the summertime, right? We mm-hmm. did. We got married on Brittany and Tyler Herzog's anniversary, Aww. as well as Jason Slack's birthday. Oh, yeah. wow. Birthday. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is a, yeah. That's a huge mm-hmm. day. Some wonderful people who we dedicated our wedding day to, really. I mean, honestly. Even yeah. though the day before, Jason's like, was like, do not say anything about my birthday to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but it's your birthday. Oh, yeah. sweet, humble Jason Slack. I remember Tyler and I emceeing and DJing. You and, did. And yeah. I remember mm-hmm. it was like one of the first weddings I like really emceed. And yeah. I remember stumbling on your guys' name. Not stumbling, but like I paused. Yeah, that's okay. I went through it slowly, but I was like yelling a lot. And I remember <laughs> being like, next time I got to just plow right through it. So now <laughs> like days yeah. before weddings, like I'll, yeah. like I'll practice. press, I'll practice in the oh, shower. Yeah. Oh, I always yeah. do it. Like I, yeah, you guys were the best. You guys did a great ever. job. I don't think we were like, I think you guys, you know, you were like happier than, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Whatever. She was about to say, okay. This is a bad rabbit hole, bad rabbit hole. (laughs) You know, well, you guys guys, were excited to sit six feet apart from each other when we we got here. No, no, no. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Just be nervous. You know, just your wedding day is like a little nerve wracking and everybody's staring at you and stuff. Oh, yeah. It was a weird day. You know, I remember in the middle of the first dance, like I looked at Tyler and I was like, cut, cut. (laughs) Like, you just got turned off. This is too embarrassing. We're in the broad oh. daylight. Everybody's staring at me. And, you know, people really, I, I used to think that the first dance was, like, so cute. And then I was like, no, I don't, I can't, it's not me. Everyone's different. Yeah. You know, first dance yeah. in your living room or something. That's, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's sweet. That should be my hot take. Weddings I are, yes. like, <laughs> uh, like, your wedding day is, it's, like, oddly stressful. There's all the, like... You know, you want to say it's about you. It's kind of not, though. Mm, no. You know, yeah. it's about your families, <laughs> if we're being honest. Yeah. And God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, this yes. This is an podcast. Look, if you have to make it spiritual, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was half a joke, yeah. half serious. Yeah, absolutely. I was 100% serious. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is the Lord's union, after yeah. all. <laughs> but you're really right. It comes down to a lot of other factors. Yeah. You have to make a lot of concessions to make Aunt Becky happy or Grandma yeah. or, you know, yeah. whatever. It's like, guys, just, we just want to get married. I know. Just let us, yeah. I know. Let us eat our food and drink our wine and move on. And, and leave. <laughs> and leave. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <Yes>. part. <laughs> well, so I was, then I guess I was just thinking now is like almost, maybe less than like, a fourth of y'all's like marriage has now been in quarantine, more or less. So, wait, how much of it did you say? Well, wait, let's say let's yeah. two years. Mm-hmm. It's been about six months yeah. that we've been mm-hmm. in quarantine. Yeah. yeah. So that would wow. That's kind of like a I quarter, a quarter that. of your I marriage. I hadn't thought about that either. I yeah. hadn't really thought about that either. But yeah. Um, <laughs> tell us about that. How's that been for you guys? I, I was just gonna say also because we're teachers, we have the summertime together, oh. and so yeah, like right when we got married, we were just together for three months, anyways. Like yeah. without you know twenty four seven. Yeah, so <laughs> it's really been like half of our marriage. We've just yeah. been yeah okay okay. That can be good and bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. go ahead, Colin. Well, yeah, quarantine was weird. Um, I think I was. I've been kind of thinking through the timeline of what it felt like. And it definitely, well, for sure, being together was awesome. That was a positive. And, um, but it's like what Sarah said, like we're already kind of together in the summer. So it was really just like an extended time together. But it was also just a, it was, we were able to process things together. And Mm -hmm. that was a huge benefit. Um, But when I remember quarantine as it, as it like began, it was a lot of fear and anxiety at first. Oh yes. yeah, that was huge. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess just you know, certainly fear of the unknown, which still yeah. we have. Yeah. But um, that definitely turned into, I think, confusion mm-hmm. as things mm-hmm. as COVID became a political divide. I think it was. Oh, it so just got weird. really weird. Yeah. So strange. And we we're yeah. just. I I distinctly remember just being thoroughly confused. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily of what's going on but also how people are 
acting, and maybe that was because we were in mm. quarantine. So weird. A, a and global then, health crisis has turned political. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was weird. Really talking to people, it's just like you're reading stuff, oh, or you're the, watching stuff, oh, or you like you're <clears throat> reading people's comments on the Facebook moms you know, start arguing. Mm. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. The great, Facebook. the great Facebook like you're debates. Not, you're not hearing from a uniform voice. You're hearing from yeah, literally yeah. so many voices with Ugh. some good opinions, some bad opinions. This is my yeah. my weekly my weekly poke for everyone to delete your Facebook account. <laughs> That's fair. And I did I during, yeah. <laughs> well, during quarantine, that was when I did. Yes. I think it was probably a little bit before that, maybe. Oh, I'm not congratulations. Sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't use it a lot, but the amount that I did use it, oh, is this really beneficial to me? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so, hmm. um, and, uh, you know, yeah. the average person has family members that are probably pretty active on Facebook. And yeah. so that's another reason to, not <laughs> engage in that and see that and it's just better for your soul to not right be around that and that's that's good mm-hmm. yeah because you hear and see stuff that like don't the things that you that you hear and say aren't things that would happen face to face you know no, like, no. <laughs> yeah and that is what's sad is that a lot of times it's like we feel like Make sure my mouth's on the microphone. <laughs> we feel like <laughs> it's gonna get weird. <laughs> with this one we have to cut that out. Okay, so good. Um, no, that's staying in. Okay, we, we feel like we can say whatever we want on. I mean, I don't feel that way, but a lot of people, people. and people that we love very much, we find it feel like you know because you're on social media, you kind of let your guard down. It's like the lack of that personal. Mm-hmm being with somebody and seeing them and remembering how you love and care for them and how we're called to love people. It's like that just kind of is like diminished by social media, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just kind of like you feel, I don't know what that is, but it's just very scary. And you're like unguarded. It's like rather than like you're putting messages out into the void. So you don't see the nonverbal reaction of someone reacting to your words. So it just feels Yes. Like, it just yeah. allows you to be more reckless, I yeah, think, with your words definitely. sometimes. That's a good way to put it. I think there's a lot of people who use social media responsibly and really yeah. consider yeah. their yeah, audience. Definitely. Totally. But definitely. I think sometimes Facebook and yes. I know, yeah, if you have, like, family members who yeah. are just super vocal, it's just like, here's my thoughts into a void. Yeah. Take it as you will. And then they, like, log off. You're like, mm. whoa, I don't know how to receive mm. that now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. even, like... Myself, I'm here rallying against social media, but <laughs> I, I am a frequent user of Reddit and Instagram. Uh-huh. And How else would you got your deodorant? All right, exactly. <laughs> yes, shout out to Griffin. I bought uh, Instagram deodorant. It's the best deodorant I've ever used. Great. And it's fully recyclable. Exactly. Anywho, wow. um, so my, my Instagram feed is all um, church memes and guitars for the most part. Um, but... So, um, I've had to kind of like moderate myself a little bit with like Reddit and especially the news. Cause like, you know, I always say like Facebook is just a company that profits off of like outrage and anger or, mm-hmm. you know, controversy and you know, whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but so does the news. Like that's where they get yeah. clicks from and like, it's ding, almost, ding, ding. yeah, it's <laughs> exactly ding, ding. It's almost like a, there's something in my spirit that, like, I mean, even now, like, I'm just like, I just want more and more, like, information. And I, uh, even though, like, there's times where I'm like, this isn't good for me, but I can't turn away, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know what, what that is, um, but my therapist has said that I should, I should, um, not read too much news. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> a good, that's a good therapist. Yeah. That's a good wisdom. Shout out to Jill. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you, Jill. Jill. Yeah. <laughs> but it's even like there's new trends to even kind of going along with that of like information wars or, or like mm-hmm. there's competing ideas that both camps believe to be 100% true or there's a yeah. growing sentiment that news and information is no longer trustworthy across the board or like, you know, and so now there's this growing and it kind of Mm -hmm. falls on political lines, but like, 
you know, fake news or mm-hmm. we can't trust the deep state or mm-hmm. our government's out to get us. The deep state. All this stuff. Oh, boy. <laughs> and so, but, and now with social media, people can sit at their computer and just go down this, like, black hole of mm-hmm. their own view and get deeper and deeper. And really, they just start, like, perpetuating their own political views to themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and it's just really weird. And it's not exposure to, like, yeah other viewpoints or which is how a, a pandemic becomes political absolutely yeah that's like what happened because then we're all just yeah like what yeah. Yeah, standing in front of our computers and arguing with each other on facebook and then yeah. posting an article like oh this is this is why i disagree mm-hmm. with you or yeah so it's it was a recipe you know, for disaster saying the opposite thing but you just didn't want that one because it didn't you know yeah yeah anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it is it is really difficult when we're in the you know 21st century and we're in a pandemic and everyone's just forced to stay at home. And then what we're left with is just our technology. And because right. I think at the very beginning of quarantine back in March, when um, I think everyone was pretty down with staying indoors <laughs> and not doing anything, mm-hmm. I think we really got to use social media for what it was created to do. Like I could stay mm-hmm. connected mm-hmm. with my friends so mm-hmm. I don't get to see face to face. And so Someone would, I think, like write a really interesting blog article and I could read that Mm -hmm. or someone was listening to a really good podcast and they share that. I was like, oh, thanks. Like, what did you think of that this episode? Or they took a picture of the coffee that they made or the sourdough bread. I was like, honestly, every single person just started making sourdough bread, but I was there for it. (laughs) Like, I'm happy for you. That's awesome. Um, But then it, I just think very quickly when you give like, we started to use technology like outside of its proper place and giving it too much authority in our lives. And mm-hmm. then now we're where we're at today. And yeah. it's like these like uh, health and like safety for our communities and like black lives mattering. Like these shouldn't be things that like divide people and mm-hmm. they now are divided. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Didn't think we'd be talking about the nuances of social media. Colin, you have strong feelings towards. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're, that's, you, you're, that's you rightly point out the positives. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's totally true. Yeah. Yeah. But. It was just funny before the show, you were like, or I think Sarah, you might have said it. You're like, social media is just trash. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the devil. I don't know if we can say that. That's a strong. Are we allowed to use the word devil? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what Colin says. I'm I'm the last person who will tell you what you should and should not say. I should look at Brooke, I guess. Yes, yes. I frequently have to. The moderator. Yeah. Well, I generally have a pessimistic view. That's kind of so. It's good for me to be around people like Brooke who are who are positive and have that because what Sarah articulated is really how I feel, and it's and it's not 100 percent true. So. And I'm cynical, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. No, I think I'm it's, it's super good and healthy to critique this, you know, entity of mm-hmm. the internet and social media. So I'm all for that. Um, something I did really appreciate during quarantine was a video you guys made. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> tell us about the inspiration and the execution of this really funny video. It was so fun. Wow. I I shall begin. So a friend of mine from high school, she moved to Florida for a long time and she recently moved back here to Kent. And so we kind of had reconnected with them like right before quarantine. We were so excited and we were just being super silly. And like when we were little, my friend and I were very weird and strange and silly and we used to make silly videos. And so we had this idea that like maybe we and our significant other should make a video. Uh So we decided we were going to do, we each were going to make our own and then share it with each other. Well, they never made one, but obviously we did. <laughs> and um, so, yeah. They, they, didn't, they didn't follow through? They did not follow through, but Come it's okay. On. It's fine. You yeah, know. it's okay. Anyways, probably they saw ours and then they were like, well. We're not going to embarrass ourselves. Scared we're not, yeah, we're <laughs> not going to look off. like that. I was thinking they saw yours and they're like, it's too good. We can't top it. <laughs> Possibly. But anyway, so we just had this idea. I was like, how about I'll just like be you and you be me and we just kind of went from there and then Colin got out his camera and then we just like as we went we would just be like hmm what else do you do that annoys me oh yeah let's make let's do the next scene about that yeah. <laughs> it all came about pretty naturally and you guys are still married after this yeah wow praise God you'll get yeah. through anything actually I it highly would recommend that exercise to anybody because then you're just taking little tiny things in your life that annoy you that probably shouldn't really annoy you anyways and you're just making it into a joke and then it's 
so funny. And then mm-hmm. and then people get know, to enjoy it's, it. It's yeah. really funny when you look at it that way. You realize how funny it is. <laughs> yeah, it was fun working on a. It was really silly, but working on a project together was fun too. Like Aww. it was just like just you know quarantine sitting around, and it was yeah. fun to be like let's let's do let's make something and yeah let's and i love doing that and so i didn't love that she posted it on yes, social he, media platform he was like, but as soon as we were making it he was like just you know it doesn't have to go just, anywhere and like yeah. as soon as it was done i was like post which i was not surprised by but, but then i was like colin the world needs to see it like, yeah. It was kind of a fun thing. It was so fun to watch. <laughs> it brought me hopes to be like, wow, they're really, they're working through it. Like, <laughs> yeah. In their own way. And you guys are just, just having a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a lot of Some fun. Some people did point out that I maybe over-exaggerated the amount of sass that I attributed to Sarah. <laughs> and uh, yes. I'd like to speak on that now. <laughs> it's It was, well, no, I'm not. It was partially true, <laughs> but it was a slight over-exaggeration. Yeah. Wow. This is just this the yelling. She's not a, she might be sassy, but she's not a yell. She doesn't yell. I think I remember myself yelling when I was portraying you, you a were lot. You just very <laughs> flamboyant, I would say. Well, that's partially my, that's partially my personality. I think. So. Now, if I had to analyze, uh, analyze my acting of you, I would say you it was, think that was good? spot on. <laughs> this is the first yeah. H2O and Friends official marriage apology. Wow. That has ever happened. I'm not Amazing. apologizing. <laughs> well, no, but I kind of was. But Colin is. I was acknowledging. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Amazing. Oh, my God. That's, know, uh, that's how it goes. You don't have to tell me that. I knew you were overacting. That's, that's marriage, <laughs> in, marriage in action right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. another side note, in case anybody was wondering, he's actually wearing my clothing in the video. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'm wearing his. I don't remember what we were wearing. Yes, he was wearing leggings. Oh. Oh, of yeah. mine. Wow. That was nice. And... <laughs> They're very stretchy kind. Yeah. And and I think he liked it, actually. <laughs> no. I've got some, like, running pants that are pretty pretty, pretty tight. I kind of, I don't mind it at all. I kind of like yeah. it, you know? There's yeah. something about a legging that just kind of makes you feel tucked in. Yeah. kind of like yeah. it. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> wow. So, Amazing. No, no shame, Colin. If you like, if you like to wear leggings. <laughs> I'm not speaking on that. Let it roll. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> Oh, well, on a more serious note then, too, like, obviously, creating a funny video where you guys act as each other, getting to work out the things that annoy one another and your quirks, like, that's one form of working through things, but I also just mm-hmm. love to know, like, what have you guys as a, I would like to know maybe just both as, like, a married couple, as individuals, like, what have you been also learning, I think, just from the Lord during this time and being married in a pandemic and also social unrest and everything going on. Like what has the Lord mm-hmm. been teaching you guys? Mm-hmm. You want me to start? Um, That's why I pointed at you. Yeah. He, he did point <laughs> at me just so everybody knows. What I, I guess with being married, you know, we're just talking about things happening in the world, which is really good. Basically, it's just been a positive thing. Obviously, we've had days where we've been frustrated with each other, just kind of like you need some time to think. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when he goes, he'll go to work out. He has a friend who has like this small place, so he's not going out into a public gym in case you're wondering. But anyways, um, he's going to work out, and I'm like, oh, I don't want you to leave me. Oh, don't leave me, you know, because we're together all the time. But then after he leaves, I'm like, oh, I kind of like being by myself, you know. <laughs> it's kind of good. Yeah. So that's what It's thing. good to get time Time away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think what I have been learning recently with everything going on, that Philippians study that we did at Mm -hmm. the church was very powerful for me. And I just keep telling Colin how grateful. Well, first of all, I've been grateful for all of those studies. So thank you to the H2O staff for all the work you've done with that. Because at the very beginning, I was like, I would just love if there was some type of like reading plan I could follow or like something. And then it was like the next week. It was the first one was published. And I was like, yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, yeah. Like I felt like it was just for me, and then oh, and then it kept happening. It they kept like being. I was like, Those it wasn't great. just one for Easter. Like it's keep it's keeping on going. And what's a uh, what about it like resonated so much with you? Or like you said, it was really powerful. Like what? yes, I don't Sorry. want to put you on the now spot. But do you, do you remember? Well, yes, because specifically like what Colin was kind of saying about like the politics and about like talking a lot recently about. 
just everything going on. And obviously there's a lot to think about and work through. And I just really appreciated Philippians 3 and how it was, I believe it was Philippians 3, citizens of heaven and just oh, what yeah. what that meant and how Paul explained to people oh, totally. how they should be um, reflecting Jesus and how Paul is reflecting Jesus. So, you know, imitate me and mm-hmm. you're citizens of heaven. I just have a commentary that I like to read on Blue Letter Bible. Oh, yeah. And I just like was so, so into reading about what that meant to be citizens of heaven and what a gift that is for us mm-hmm. and how that means that we... Not only do we not have to be anxious and we can find joy and we can rejoice, but Paul also calls us to do in Philippians 4, but that we are foreigners here. Like this is not Mm -hmm. our home. Politics are not our God. And Mm -hmm. we do not have to feel like, you know, that is our hope because it's not. And King Jesus is not going anywhere no matter where politics go. And that has just been really, really huge for me, especially recently with conversations with some people who maybe I have had differing views with and just going back to that, our thing has just been, what does the Bible say about this? Mm -hmm. No matter what it is that, you know, all this unrest that we're having, what does Jesus say? That is what I care about. That's what I'm studying and that's what I'm seeking for my truth. And Mm -hmm. Jesus, you are on the throne and you are God and we are not going away from you. We are not looking to other people for our truth. So that's been really just neat. That's, that's, Good for me to hear too, because I um, or good for me to remember, because I I remember reading through Philippians and th- uh, the same thing comforted comforted me also. Like mm-hmm. we are citizens mm-hmm. of heaven, and in some ways that almost made me even more upset or more not upset, mm. um, just frustrated that our world is not like, this is not what God had in Mm -hmm. store for us or had planned for us. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that's an okay anger. I think that's something that Mm -hmm. I should be upset about and angry about. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe it's easy for me to like run with that a little too much instead Mm -hmm. of, instead of reminding myself, like God is in control. You know, I'm not God, you know, I, I, you know, God works through all of us to bring, you know, to make this world look more like heaven. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're called to kind of try and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, things aren't going to, things aren't going to be perfect until the Lord comes back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just, I, it's hard for me to like, sw- like, I feel like I swing back and forth between like, yeah, it's good. I don't know. God's got it under control. I don't have to do anything. And then it's like, you know, and the other side of that coin is like, ah, yep. why, why, why is this happening? You yeah. know? Yeah. If you're looking for um, more teaching or just good word on that specific passage, I know H2O, we did a sermon series in Philippians probably a few years, maybe two years ago, but it's on our sermons page it's literally called mm-hmm. citizens of heaven too or yeah. citizenship or something like that yeah. but if you're if you're counting in covid time it was 40 years ago <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. correct um but no i think sarah everything you said was super good like jesus is king christians should feel politically homeless we shouldn't feel like we're mm-hmm. super strong or maybe you can, but like our hope and identity and our truth isn't found on like yes. one end of the spectrum. Yes. It's yes. like um, I've been following this um, Instagram account, and I mentioned it I think on last week's podcast, but it's called And Campaign, and they just talk the about amper, the ampersand. Yes, an ampersand yes. campaign. But if you want to follow them on Instagram, it's And spelled out campaign. And their thing is just faithfully informed civic engagement, um, not so much like choose a party, but just be informed by our faith into how to mm-hmm. engage in our mm-hmm. communities. But mm-hmm. the one thing that they said, um, I feel like was just really good. It's like we're too, as Christians, sometimes we might feel like we're too progressive for conservatives and too conservative for progressives. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, man, that's so true, though. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's true. And I think we can find comfort in the fact that, like, we don't have to find rest or identity or, like, citizenship in even this country, like, (laughs) um, like our identity is is so much in him. And, and even like, as we find ourselves, as we find ourselves suffering, how that is still just refining and sanctifying for our walks with him is, is following him as King. Like, I don't, I don't want to follow 
a Jesus who amplifies himself in sense of power. Like I want to follow the Jesus who has like brought himself to the lowest points and like exalted the humble. Like that's the Jesus continually follow throwing his power down. Oh yeah. Continually laying down power and not, not claiming (laughs) power. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for sharing that, Sarah. How about you, Colin? Yeah. Um, I wish I would have kind of looked through my journal. There was just a lot. Um, definitely my spiritual life had a, a real ebb and flow to it. I mm-hmm. remember um, just with that timeline I said earlier, definitely the fear and the anxiety at first. There were rich moments with Jesus mm-hmm. addressing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but still throughout, there were those moments and I had periods of drought, if you will, and just yeah. kind of that longing, but just... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a difficult time. And definitely what you guys are talking about, it, yeah, I just really feel that, especially just with mm-hmm. the truth of Jesus cutting through everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, just being mad, like you said, Brian, and discouraged and just mm-hmm. confused and mad at myself too for engaging in those things mm-hmm. too and being mm-hmm. often a part of that problem. And just being grateful that I, I guess finding a new, like kind of a renewed sense of gratitude for Jesus and for um, his truth, where I can cling to that as I know that this one thing is true. Like, here's what I know is true. And it's the best truth to be true. Like, it's the best thing for me right now in this moment and for our world and for our hearts, for us as individuals, as people. Um, Yeah. So that's, I guess, overall what I can think back and and still now, obviously, um, and definitely Sarah and I have been talking a lot about the citizens of heaven concept. Mm-hmm. And also she, you kind of remind me what you were saying, Brooke, but Sarah was reading a book called Humility by Andrew Murray. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge mm-hmm. focusing on that idea in this moment was really mm-hmm. important because that really takes it, takes you back to the spirit of Jesus mm-hmm. in these times. Um, and just viewing everything first through the lens of humility mm-hmm. and then being civically engaged through the lens of humility, being thoughtful and intervening for people and standing up for justice and um, being an advocate for wearing masks, but through mm-hmm. still humility, like all of these mm-hmm. things that are otherwise mm-hmm. very yeah. controversial yeah. and just, but Jesus, yes. uh, you know, Jesus was not, um, he was, he was just, he's, you know, wanted to unite people and bring people yeah. to himself. And mm-hmm. so obviously like the gospel does have aspects that are offensive. I mean, to realize mm-hmm. that you stand in the way of that because mm-hmm. of just your natural inclination to sin and your choice to sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but turning and trusting and finding that reconciliation with Jesus, that is all redemption. And that's all, oh, yeah. and that all, that brings unity you know, between you and God and you and people. And that's what we've, I think Sarah and I have been really you know, wanting and thinking about, and that's been the reminder to us. And, um, yeah, especially with political things that are so tough. And I think my response has often been to just disengage with, I think it's also unhealthy. And a lot of times that's out of anger or sometimes I'm self-righteous or, um, but really just going back to viewing it through humility and viewing it, you know, with the, the truth that we are citizens of heaven. Um, and just through that lens, we can be engaged here and stand up for mm-hmm. justice here. But it's just so much easier when you can do it, um, when it's not yourself doing it, and when it's <laughs> like you you have this truth that you're, yeah, it's like pushing you through, and you kind mm-hmm. of can yeah. be right. grounded like, by that. Yeah, not our own. Yeah, so that that's yeah. been really encouraging, yeah. and going back to that, and just through all the different seasons of quarantine and COVID, and of mm-hmm. fear and confusion and anger. Yeah, yeah. Um, just that truth of Jesus that's cut through has been really. Mm-hmm. I, just, I really have found like a renewed sense of gratitude for that, and mm-hmm. um, just really gravitating towards that. So that's been a good, yeah, a, yeah. a good thing. I oh oh I was just oh. sorry I was just gonna say something something that you said, Colin, got me thinking. I don't. I don't even know what it was particularly that you said, but it, you know, Jesus was killed uh, back in the day (laughs) because he, he was, he was so controversial, you know, like you said, Jesus just wanted unity and wanted to just draw people near to him. And that's, that's controversial, right? And it's, 
it's interesting to me how like, you know, in 2020, two millennia later, like that's still a controversial Mm -hmm. thing. Um, There's people who don't want unity or don't want their, um, you know, who would maybe claim that their identity is in Christ, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Colin, something super significant you said, I think just good to remind is like, we often are the ones that stand in the way of unity and like Mm -hmm. looking at our lives through a lens of humility means looking at the ways in which we do stand Mm -hmm. in like in the way basically and how we need to be like submitting ourselves first, recognizing like we do bring our, our sin and issues and like, we can be part of disunity, but through God's grace, we've actually mm-hmm. been given such abundant ways to bring unity to yeah. to earth. But yeah. I just love what you said. Like through that lens, we can see, oh, I I have repenting and grieving and mourning that needs to be done. Yeah. But by God's grace that he has poured out on us through his mercy and by faith, like we get to move forward to, um, I just think that was huge. Oh, you guys just yeah. brought it today. <laughs> brought it. You just brought truth we needed to hear. Thank you, and thanks for sharing that. I also had another quick question. I just always love hearing people's um, experiences. Like when I hear someone say, I just had really rich moments with Jesus, I just love to know, like, paint that picture for me. Like what is a rich Mm. moment of Jesus? Like where are you sitting? What are you doing? Like what's your activity? Like what are you reading? I don't know. I just love, like, hearing how different people engage with the Lord. Yeah, definitely one moment. So in the fear and anxiety stage of quarantine um i i have not i would not categorize myself as someone who has um struggled mightily with mental health but i definitely did experience um i guess what i could call like a panic attack of sorts Mm -hmm. and um it's it stemmed out of this phobia i have this phobia of appendicitis (laughs) (laughs) really random oh interesting Interesting. yeah i just hate this idea of like this thing just goes bad and and it can yeah it's gross and they have to take it out of you (laughs) i just have this phobia we were all like yeah (laughs) that's weird (laughs) i I think i i think that's a phobia well no i think i have that phobia now yeah i think now now that i said it yeah now that you've described it i too have that phobia yeah you you are safe to say these things on the podcast Yeah. So I. I already knew that, but during weird to hear it again. Well, well, um, so yeah, um, there's just this bum organ in you that goes belly up. (laughs) It's so weird, and it's it's a ticking time bomb. I've I've had it. I've had that phobia ever since. What is that movie about? Um, No, there's this movie. It's a weird Tremors. No. It's a weird part of my childhood. We had like a limited amount of VHSs at our house. And this one, um, there was, it was an orphan. It's not Annie. Was it in France? Oh, something. Uh, what is Oliver that? Oliver Twist? No, it's not oh, Oliver Twist. Matilda? No, it's not Matilda. <laughs> I hate, I cannot. I, okay. I really scary. want to figure out what this is because is. there was, a. so there was something There's with somebody listening a carnival. to this right now that's yelling at their phone. Yeah, there was something yeah. with a you carnival at one point. Later, I remember a big a big round of cheese at one point. That was a thing. Anyways, the character she I have got no idea. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. She got appendicitis in the in the movie. Yeah. And it's so a that movie? Yeah, it's a kids mm-hmm. movie. Hmm. It's something it has this actress who I don't Anyway, just so keep r- just keep how, rolling with it. How figure it out with with God. Wait, hold on. No, this it has. Okay, I think one of the actresses in Moonrise Kingdom, like I don't know. The, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Know. It's okay. okay. Maybe we'll cut. So that anyways, out. you have this phobia. This character got appendicitis, and ever since then, I've had this phobia. So, anyways, I was. It was, you know, like maybe a couple weeks into quarantine, and things were kind of getting serious, and I was washing the dishes, and I felt. I don't even know where my appendix is, but I felt this pain. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear it was appendicitis. And so I'm, I instantly, like, I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot. I'm always doing, you know, I'm really thinking as I'm doing the dishes and mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, lost in this thought. Unfortunately, in this case, do I have appendicitis is the oh, thought yeah. that I'm dwelling on. So then, of course, I go to WebMD, which is never what you no. should do. Oh, yeah. no. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm re- so I, 
I basically convinced myself that I probably have appendicitis. I'm probably going to have to go to the hospital, which no one, we haven't left the house, yeah. you know, for like a month at that point. Aww. Um, and I really just instantly had um, tunnel vision, like oh, man. lost mm. a little bit of feeling in my fingers and yeah. just had a super cold sweat and just mm. instantly felt like I was going to just throw up. Oh, man. Um, and it was like the worst that I've felt yeah. in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And so I, and just like, chest was hurt and so I just like went out and like and just kind of took my hoodie off and just sit out on the balcony and decided mm-hmm. to sit there for a little bit and just um pray but it was kind of the days following and really the moments after that where I experienced some rich moments with Jesus and uh just again realizing my need for him and trying to break down like why did that happen yeah. what um, what is going on in my mind and Sarah and I had a lot of conversations about um, anxiety and does that mean that you're I think there's a people have varying ideas of like well that means you're probably not trusting God which elements of that could be true but also not that's baloney <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> and so we have like yeah. a we lot of good conversations world, so yeah it's like yeah. we're gonna yeah. be sus- yeah. like yeah. susceptible to it exactly yeah. yeah so I had I definitely had I remember some rich moments after that and um just because that was such an extreme experience for me, yeah. definitely physically, it gets your attention. Um, and uh, generally for me, those rich moments, I um, I joke, this is not 100% true, but I joke that Sarah's the one who likes to dive deep into scripture with the commentaries and the, you know, all the background and all the scholarly yeah. type things. And uh-huh. I'm like listening to music and dancing and journaling and stuff. <laughs> It's exaggerating. <laughs> That's um, okay, though. You know? So I'm more of the touchy feely. You know, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the Lord we balance each other. The Lord speaks through speaks to your heart oh. through uh, you know yeah. different ways. You know, uh-huh. so to be ashamed of journaling those thoughts and stuff was was really good for me. Um, but that yeah, that was a that was a moment that I can point to during the quarantine yeah. and, mm-hmm. and think about kind of a horrible thing, but a good. It prompted good yeah. moments with Jesus, for I, sure. I've had moments like that, too, where um, part of the reason I started was my weekly plug for counseling. If mm-hmm. you're not going to counseling, uh, if you feel like you should go, you should go. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, part of the reason I started going to counseling is, um, yeah, I'd, I'd have these like kind of depressive bouts in the middle of the night. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is not an exaggeration. Like there's, there's moments where like it was, you know, one or two o'clock in the morning and I'm Mm. just Mm. walking around my neighborhood, just bawling. Yeah. And Mm. I think it is like moments like what you had and moments, what I, what I've experienced. I think the Lord does use those to Mm. like, really like Mm. kind of almost grab us by the shoulders and be like, Mm. Hey, like I'm trying to tell you something here or, you know, I'm trying to just, be with you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, those moments are like embarrassing to talk about or not embarrassing, but like, They're you vulnerable. know, yeah. The, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, but I really do think that God uses those moments to try and like really, really speak to us. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can, I can relate to that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Colin. Oh, yeah. I want to hear. What's a rich time with Jesus look like for Sarah? (laughs) I don't know. I guess, um, you know, kind of what Colin said about going through, like, ups and downs during the Mm, quarantine and stuff like that. But it really is true. Like, I feel like I I do have the, you know, some intimate type moments, like what Colin Mm -hmm. experienced. But Mm -hmm. I feel like. I, when I allow myself the time to get into commentary and mm-hmm. read about what I'm reading, those actually tend to be very rich moments for me because I just yeah. get so excited because the more I understand it, the more I understand the like the context and the history mm-hmm. behind it and reading other people's thoughts about it and then they share thoughts about it. You know, you're just, just a lot of information. I feel like that knowledge gives me even more excitement and love for Jesus because of the yeah. truth of it. And just how profound it is and how much it ties into other parts of the Bible and how much it ties into our life today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the word of God is living and active. And every time you read it, you're learning something new. Mm -hmm. And, like, Jesus wants you to learn from it. I just get so excited about that. So Mm -hmm. that's been kind of my recent thing has been 
diving a little deeper and just getting really excited about mm-hmm. his truth mm-hmm. and how like we've been saying it just overcomes everything else and it's yeah exciting dude i was listening to a podcast series about the canonization of the bible and different parts of scripture and oh interesting how it's like it is just un paralleled its authority and its Mm. truth and how it came to be and how the Holy Spirit Mm. had its hand and like writing scripture. Mm. Just listening to that was like so strengthening for my faith. Mm. I feel like I can also... What what was it? That's awesome. So it's a podcast hosted by a woman named Felicia Masonheimer and it was just a series on the canon of the Bible. So that's cool. um, Maybe we can like Drop it in the show notes. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you really want to know more, hit That's me up cool. and I can send you the link. But she goes through the canonization of uh, the Torah and then mm. the prophets mm-hmm. and then Psalms, like wisdom literature, like Psalms and Proverbs, yeah. and then the Gospels and then the Epistles. Yeah. So she eat, like each episode is like broken down into how those like scriptures came to be canonized and how they're authoritative and how others aren't. So cool. And... I kind of relate to you, Sarah. I feel like I can have an academic mind when mm-hmm. I just like to learn and to mm-hmm. draw the places together. I think that's why I love the the book of Ruth so much because mm-hmm. if you just read Ruth at surface level, you're like, what? Like what? Like yeah. why did why did Ruth have to go back? What's up with her mm-hmm. laying on the floor? Like what is with like Boaz? Like, but when you understand the context in which the story was written. Holy crap, it's so powerful. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's such a cool and again, it just points to Jesus and how he mm. is like our provider and kinsman redeemer yeah. and stuff. But um mm. yeah, just when like the Lord might reveal something to you, because he's gracious. He doesn't give us everything we need to know right away. And <laughs> it's probably better for my pride too that I don't like have full <laughs> no, understanding of yeah. something right away. But if I'm reading something, it's just like one little click of like, oh. Oh Lord, that's so cool that the context of that yeah. allowed for this to happen, and like that's how radical it was. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Um, do you have a favorite commentary? You mentioned Blue Letter Bible. Do you have another one that you like? Um, really, I just use that. Like, we have that ESV Study Bible that's like white with the orange stripe. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, baby, I got me one of those. Everybody's yeah. got one of those. I don't know. <laughs> I do not. But I have a really CSB Study Bible. Like, oh, bro, dope, 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 dope. But yeah, no. Sometimes I read that, but really, I like Blue Letter Bible because yeah. you can choose from so many different people, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, nice. That's really cool. Yep. Wow, love it. Let's I do. Slide. Oh, go I was ahead. gonna say, I just so briefly. <laughs> I do love the picture of like Sarah's. You're probably like sitting on your couch. You're like you know reading and calling, just like dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Even or though spinning. you said that was an exaggeration. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I, we need a little. Well, no, I there. definitely am always. I'm singing a lot, and yeah. then yeah. she's like, she's like, you're a little off pitch there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just trying to worship the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> very loving wife, you guys. I have never. And seen I, such love, a thing. I love. I love. I you. A lot of people probably don't know this about me, but I love to sing, at least like when I'm by myself. Yeah. Amazing. Out loud. He does. I did not know that. Actually. Yeah. And Sarah's always like, what? I'm like, oh, that's not pretty great? good. Or she's he's like, well, that's a little, a little pitchy there. Isn't that great? <laughs> like, he's just, he's not bad. Little pitchy for me, he's though. Good. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Thanks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Wasn't Thanks for sharing that, that with us. I'm yeah. Glad I, I'm glad I know that now. Now that we're on the podcast, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Get it recorded. I'll record it and I'll post a new video. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Let's uh, let's slide into those recommendations. Let's do it. This is We're my sliding. favorite part of the show. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's start with let's start with you, Sarah. Do you have a recommendation? Well, my I I thought that Colin and I were gonna simultaneously say. Mm-hmm. Facebook is the devil. <laughs> but now that you guys, I know, you guys still could. Now no. that I know Colin's backing out on me. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is not one of my recommendations. Backing out. Um, actually, the wedding day thing did make me think about it. And this is a little bit, this is a little interesting. Oh, I like it. Oh, it's not a recommendation. Oh, wait, what am I you, doing? I mean, whatever you were about to say, you should yeah. just go ahead. And were say you giving us a hot take here? Is that what maybe happening? it was? Because yeah. a hot take Perfect. can still be a recommendation. Yes. My okay, this was that with you know, say you're planning your wedding and COVID has interfered. Yes, which I feel for you if you're listening. That and that's sucks. your case. That's very yeah. sad. But even when COVID is over, if it's ever over, 
you know, whatever happens. No, let's, <laughs> I don't let's know. Not, let's this not is go going there. bad. I'm sorry. I'm go. not doing a good job. My point is oh. <laughs> plan your wedding as if you have to plan it with COVID. Like if you just want like Ooh. 20 people, Ooh, maybe okay. you want it in your parents' like beautiful backyard with like trees in yeah. the background. Mm-hmm. Or you'll you, save some cash and be yeah, probably a lot less stressed like, out. It really yeah. is just like intimate. Like I've been telling Colin, even though I do not wish that upon anybody, as I've watched some of my friends so grace, gracefully and sweetly mm-hmm. and just trusting God and like just having the best attitude about changing their wedding plans, but then mm-hmm. they have these weddings and I'm like, They're still that was the most beautiful, yeah. oh, intimate, yeah. lovely. Like I just have a couple friends in mind who have just been really awesome about it and it just mm-hmm. kind of made me think like, man, like we should really reconsider this forever, you know? Like I, because <laughs> yeah. cause like yeah. just what yeah. Brian was saying earlier, a lot of times it's about... A lot of family stuff, which is okay. You want to love and respect your family. But I'm like, I feel like if I went back and like, you know, I maybe would have done a little differently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. You guys should just have like another little wedding celebration just yes. to celebrate your Honestly, I've tried time. to put that by you just because I want to wear the dress again. And he's like, no, we're not doing that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> one day you it. should just, Sarah, one day you should just like put it on and just like wear it around the house. Well, no. Here's what I secretly oh, tried to convince him before was let's just like I'll put on my wedding dress and then we like take like wedding pictures again. Oh. Yeah, no, that'd be like, fun. Why? It's kind of a weird idea though when I think, about, it is weird. Colin says it's a little weird. It's okay. I <laughs> no, know. No, I just don't know weird. why. What, it my, just was why? like, you know, wear it again. Get another wear out of it. Am I right? Yeah. Like, I well, if my wife put her wedding dress on again, I don't, I would literally die. <laughs> See? <laughs> From seeing In her. In a good way. Oh yeah. See? Oh yeah. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Colin's like, Literally I just want that. that thing out of the spare bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's, that's good. That's yeah. a recommendation. That's like a recommendation. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Colin? Well, I've I've listened to this show enough to know that you often give two recommendations, so Ooh. I have two. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, no, and you've heard me in the past say I'm the only one that gets to do that. Oh! But well. I only have one recommendation this week, so I'm going to give you my bonus one. Okay, thank you. Yes. That's so selfless of you, Brian. Yes. Oh, I'm so selfless. I'm so selfless. I'm so such a gracious host. So good at being humble. Well, I have like a serious ish one and then a fun one. So the serious one is you guys have been good about recommending good reading. And I feel like I've benefited from that. One um, book that I've been reading, that I'm reading right now, that's been really good. Is a narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass, American slave. Yes, and that has been just a unique read because it's literally a firsthand account of obviously such a monstrosity of slavery, Mm -hmm. and which has obviously that's a large reason why we have the problems in society we do. And so it's so Mm -hmm. good to hear and listen and read and glean from the thoughts of someone who experienced it, Mm -hmm. someone who worked to abolish it, and who was a controversial figure who is outspoken about it. And it's really, there's been a lot of really good things to take away from that. So I would strongly recommend that. And there's just something rich about someone who experienced it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and who spoke out about it yeah. as it was happening. So that was, that's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, my fun one is if you're looking for a new fresh band, Ooh. hip hop, Hippity hop. The hippity hoppity. Um, this, uh, I would never be someone, I love music, but I would never be someone to say this, but this band has changed my life. Wow. Wow. Um, and they only have like eight songs maybe, but they're called Mickey Ficky. Mickey. That's what it's called. Mickey Ficky. Mickey Ficky. Mm. Okay. And it's like this kind of fresh, like, it's kind of pop. It's kind of indie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of jazz. I like all those things. It's got some keys. And it's a saxophone and some and a bass guitar and that's about it. Mm. And it's really good. That's about it. That's so a I'll, lot. <laughs> I'll recommend that. How do you spell wow. this? I can't it's even. M I K I space F I K I. I would not have mm. guessed Mickey that. Mickey Ficky. Cool. Wow. It's a good. Did stuff. they come up on like a release radar? Discover Weekly. Or it something? was. Um, I forget. I think Spotify just recommended okay. it. Excellent. Maybe Spotify really knows. Giving them a follow. Yes. Yeah. That's so awesome. it's really good. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's a good recommendation. Yeah. I'm going to listen to them. Mm-hmm. I got to walk home after this, so. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good for, yeah, walking. You'll probably end up 
dancing a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, uh-huh. it's unique. It's um, but they only have I think they only have like six, seven, eight songs. I don't know. So it's kind of like I want more of it. I want them yeah. to. Uh, um, but they're really good. Okay. So that's my recommendation. My other recommendation. I like that. Mm, cool. Well, um, my recommendation is a bamboo toothbrush. Ooh. Oh, so wow. Here's why. Well, I guess I, it- I never know what to expect from your recommendations. <laughs> I love this. So I recently purchased some bamboo toothbrushes because my sister is an environmental, she's her major is in environmental conservation, mm-hmm. something like that. And she's taught me a lot and it's really cool. She's taught me how to identify different types of trees mm. and like things like that. But also just about how like the plastic we use is just real bad, real bad. It's just yeah. it can be really harmful. So any way that you can like reuse and like like your deodorant that is recyclable and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you got a reusable water bottle right there. It's perfect. Made out of plastic. So I was like toothbrushes. <laughs> People buy a new toothbrush if you're like on top of it, probably every like six months or something. I'll admittedly say I've used a toothbrush for like a straight I be- year. I believe doctors say like every three months you want to be switching those oh. bad boys out. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Well, I have not done that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Good to know, good to know. They're like, you know, it's a plastic <laughs> stick. You just like toss. Yeah. It's probably going right. to be hard to break down. But I, you can find these bamboo toothbrushes on Amazon or if you have like a favorite sustainability uh business you like to follow i got mine from marshall's but (laughs) they came came in a pack of four it's real like the bristles are soft which it took some getting used to because i think i i liked a really aggressive brush Mm. but dennis also recommends soft bristles yeah it's really soft bristle have you been to the dentist lately brian you're the place to go for (laughs) dental hygiene recommendations we don't need a dentist we have you for another day we're gonna talk about my fear of the dentist I haven't been to the dentist in years. I think it's been maybe four years. My my wife had a day where she was really productive and like set up appointments for the eye Mm. doctor, the dentist, and whatever. Sorry, Brooke, go ahead. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is the toothbrush is really nice to hold in your hand. Ooh, yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's nice to hold, soft bristles, and when I'm done with it, I know I can just throw it away and it'll just decompose and, Hmm. you know... Not. She's doing like a nice motion. It'll break like, down. With, with my ears yeah, down yeah. into the yeah. earth. Yeah, <laughs> it'll break down into the earth. So, yeah, so and even the decompose. even the bristles are um, decomposable. Bio, biodegradable? Thank you. Yep, that's the word. Is What's that, the difference is between the biodegradable and compostable? Is, is that the same thing? I don't know. I don't mm. know, man. I know I like... I hear those used. Compostable. You got to do like a compost pile and yeah. all that stuff. The toothbrush itself mm. is definitely biodegradable. That's yeah. the word that I was trying to say. So. Yeah. My recommendation is a bamboo mm-hmm. toothbrush. Nice. Hmm. Uh, my recommendation, uh, it's got to be uh, Hamilton the film. Mm. Yeah. That is on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Uh, I saw it in Chicago a couple of years ago. Oh, man. And wow. it was you. good, but I... Was it original Broadway or was, like the original no, cast? No, it, okay. it was a different cast. And they're two very different experiences, watching a, a filmed version mm-hmm. of a stage mm-hmm. production. Yeah. But... It is so well done. The performances mm-hmm. are unreal, mm-hmm. especially oh, yeah. David Diggs. I was just going to say, he's oh my so gosh. good. He's Lafayette and Jefferson, oh, oh, so good. Gosh, so good. Lafayette. There's a part where he's rapping so quickly. Oh, yeah. He's rapping, somebody like clocked it or whatever, 6.3 words per second. Oh, my God. Per second. Unreal. Oh. Ah. That's crazy. Anyway, it's got to be Hamilton. And then also listen to the Hamilton mixtape. Yeah, Yeah. dude. (sighs) So good. We could spend a while talking. I love, Mm -hmm. I'm a huge Hamilton fan. It's really, really good. But even like, okay, this is kind of a third recommendation. Yeah, yeah. But um, so like, it's it's obviously, I never saw it in person, but it's Mm -hmm. a different experience. It's your. You can turn obviously. the subtitles on, which is really That's nice. Helpful. That's true. But <laughs> yeah. even just my, my third recommendation would be to listen to the whole thing. Just listen to it on Spotify before mm-hmm. you watch the film. Yeah. Because oh. you're, it's kind of like we were talking. It's kind of like when you read a book before you watch mm-hmm. the film. It's like because you're not seeing it, you're imagining all these things. And so you're just more naturally kind of like mentally engaged yeah. mm-hmm. with the material. Yeah. And you're trying and so, to follow along and be like, okay, who's yeah. singing this now? Yeah. So like I, it was very, it was extremely rewarding to have listened to it a bunch of times for years and then yes. to watch it. Um, <laughs> wow. 
Oh, it was so when we first so started good. listening to it, I was like, "What even is this thing?" I was so confused, and then you know, like, finally, yeah, all the, came, he would just explain it to me over time, and then it came so into good. the vision came to be when we watched it on Disney oh, Plus. So cool! Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is what we've been listening to in the car for yeah. the past however many years." <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, we it. both had we both had some tears. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, there's a lot of tear yeah. moments in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's oh, it's so good. Uh, it's got a lot of rap and hip hop in it, so if that's yeah. not for you, maybe it's not for you. But it's but um, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe yeah. it's time yeah. maybe that it's it your should time. be. <laughs> yeah, it's just real so great. Good. That's great. That's a good recommendation. Um, and thank you guys. Thank you, Sarah and Colin, for being on our show today. Ooh. I laughed a lot on this episode, so thank you guys. It's nice. a landmark episode. Yeah, you guys are a funny bunch. Yeah, um, and super wise. Let's talk about that later. Yeah. But anyway, thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Um, thanks for being our friend today and always and forever in eternity. Bye for now. <laughs>